Lights, camera, action. Hello and welcome to another edition of Movie Madness in association with Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett, Keenan Bonner and Sean Shute. We're now in the second round of the bracket. In today's matchup is 1999's American Pie, through after beating role models in round one in the Sean William Scott derby, up against 2012's Project X, through after beating Borat in round one. That uh, actually did help us secure our interview with uh, JB, so... Maybe that was fate there that Project X went through. Real cup set. Straight in as always, we explained the format last time out. This is kind of just us rounding off the film before we reveal the result. These boys have voted. They don't know who's gone through yet, so we'll reveal that at the end of the episode. Sequels or lack of. So this is the first film that we're doing here in the second round so far that has a sequel for us to talk about. So American Pie, two sensational sequels. The second, best in my opinion, the reunion was great, but in terms of IMDb rating, it does go from a 7.0 rating for number one down to a 6.4 for the second and a 6.3 for the third, which I do think is harsh. The director changed each time, which is quite surprising, but they did keep uh, Adam Hurst on the writing team, so that's why you at least have some familiarity as you go through. What do we think I of think, the sequel? I'm with you. I think the second one's the best one. Yeah, I, I quite strongly think that as well. I, I was yeah. kind of thinking earlier how strong to go on that, but no, I do quite strongly believe the second is the best. I would probably lean towards it, but I, would, I don't know if I'd strongly say. I think even the wedding is in the you before, Byron. The wedding's my favourite. The wedding, the wedding is great as well. It helps that I've seen it less times than the other two, so I do always get a kick out of it when I uh, then go back and watch that one. I think they spent two films developing characters to then let the third. It's a shame Oz doesn't manage to get his gig, <laughs> make an appearance, but they they spent two films sort of developing characters and letting you know who everyone is, and then the third's probably the culmination of them. I've contacted um, him enough times to tell his solo story. Look. Right, we've, exactly. given him, we've given him I mean, the outlet. At least we contacted him. They didn't even give him that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Reminded me of what my nitpick is. <laughs> um, I guess we say that the sequels are better because what we said the first time around was they seemed to realise what a gem they had with Stifler and then ran with it for the next two films. Yeah. Quite clearly works as well because they created a great enough character that they were able to get a whole load of spin-offs, whether you like them or not. <laughs> solely around the Stifler name and then going to say just around his name not even around him just and then uh, Jim's dad makes an appearance each time as well yeah I think that's just that, they, they, that's just a little wink and nod to, to the original really isn't it and then, yeah um, fair play to him because he probably thought he was doing him a favour the first time out and then eight films later he's still <laughs> making an appearance yeah they're still giving him a paycheck and he's only he's only, only one day's filming isn't it Maybe maybe spread across four days, but then a lot. And he said about eighteen words in the rest of them. <laughs> I, I prefer to think he does it for the love of it. <laughs> I prefer he's doing it for the love. He's doing it for a love of a pound, like everyone else's. You know I mean? No, I'm not having that. 
I'm not having that. He does it for the love. No, no, but I mean, I don't know if they're showing him each film before they say, "Look, come in and do your scene." Because I thought they're all they're all rough. The spin-offs and the last (laughs) one where they go out in skiing and there's a moose taking advantage of someone. I actually I watched it the other day randomly because I was hungover. No surprise. Which one? Sorry, Uh, Band Camp, the fourth one. Okay, yeah. I, I actually I actually think outside of the reunion and away from the first three, so that's the best of the bad. But yeah, there are bits in... is the best one. No, it. disagree. There are strongly bits in the others. You're going to say the naked man, aren't you? I actually think Bandcamp is um, the second worst one after Book of Love. You're lying. Wow. He's going to say Beta House, isn't he? He's not. Surely not. No. Beta House. <laughs> no, no. Naked Mile, I think, is, is better than Beta House. But I did enjoy Beta House. Oh, for God's sake. I actually, I actually don't mind Beta House. Like, I like outside of the book of love, which I will admit is dog. <laughs> like, the other three, I don't think, if they if they were made, if they were like a, net, a Netflix special or a straight to DVD special that didn't have the American Pie name. And we well, I don't think they were showing him in cinemas, were they? Surely. No, I think it's all straight to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> but if they were some normal, if they didn't say American Pie. Like standalone comedies you'd yeah, enjoy. Yeah, one was just yeah. called Bang Camp, one was called Baitlass, one was called The Naked Mile, and they had nothing to do with American Pie. We'd all probably be like, oh yeah, they're not too bad. Like We, wouldn't we can't slate them the too much. We've spent 16 weeks saying that's the kind of comedy we want to bring back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you know what I mean? It, Keenan it, is right. It's because of the association with the originals, I think. Yeah, it's because it's got American Pie in the title. You, we, everyone thinks less of them. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Naked Mars is a good film. Mm. <laughs> them them taking that um, them <laughs> taking that tablet and throwing the rings on in the Naked Mile. I'm the bloke at the end saying I didn't have, I didn't take mine. <laughs> so good. He's holding a what is a a pail of uh, booze on the end of his uh, rod. Yeah, on to two, on two and three though. They one is just we should appreciate it just as much just for laying the foundation to give us two and three because. Sensational January Jones in the third one is uh, a nice touch as well. It's cadence. The uh, the, <laughs> the lesbian scene in two as well is probably my favorite yeah. across all three films. <laughs> <laughs> what I like is how game they've become for the course. Like, they're willing to take one for the team in a way that I, I would not. <laughs> Stifler is completely like where he puts his hands behind his head and goes, Look, I'm comfortable. Let's do this. <laughs> you might well be some, but I'm okay. <laughs> the walkie-talkies and the dad screams <laughs> when the, the kids hear it and he's calling them over for dinner. He says he's not hungry <laughs> when he's listening to him on the radio. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, do you think both overshadow the first or just uh, the one that you prefer? whether it's two or three. No, I would say, I actually think it's a very rare film series as it goes one, two, three. Uh, one, two, three in my order of preference. I think they get better as they go. Mm. Um, I mean, on, on Project X, there was no sequel, obviously. JB gave us his ideas. He also gave the studio's idea, which seems like it would have been a rash idea to go down in terms of what they did have there with the first one in that it wasn't going to be a party film at all. It was just going to be 
them having an uprising in an army camp, which seemed a very weird way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His but, idea was the Russian... Yeah, his. Russian I'm, he said the studio's idea was like that... Um, what's his name? He called him the master. No, I don't know. That's going to annoy me. But he said it was essentially um, like an army camp yeah. where they, no, they have sorry, an uprising. His idea yeah. about the Russian, the, the Russian drop boss. His right? idea, yeah. His idea was going to Russia to throw a party and then it all goes out of control when they're throwing it for some Russian uh, like drug law. That is the way to go about it because it's the only way they could have upstaged first. Yeah, yeah you, you've got to go outlandish, haven't you? Yeah. He wanted to bring Putin into it in all sorts. <laughs> so, But as he said, it's... Uh, too late now for uh, them to be able to go back. No, exactly. Not. Um, who's uh, a little rustle around here? If crikey, <laughs> someone fallen over. It um, did suddenly if, cut out. <laughs> is everyone alive? <laughs> if I go to you first, TK, um, I'm strictly on American Pie One. Um, what do you love most about it? I think you've kind of touched on it there, where obviously you don't know it if you're just watching the first film, but it does lay the foundations perfectly for what these characters are going to become. And I think it set the benchmark for this type of film well, in general. I think when we did the uh, Superbad week, I think Sean said, does Superbad happen without American Pie? And I think that's pretty much, this does lay a, a, br- a blueprint for the type of film. But I don't know if any film's really been able to capture the, the perfect balance of awkwardness to comedy the way they, they did yeah. like this. Like we say with like Jim and Jim's dad, it's just a perfect yeah. balance without being too awkward. It's, it's just perfect. Another thing we touched on first time around, it's refreshing to have Sean. I think this is... What's going on here? It sounds like someone's trying to talk and the mic's going a bit funny. Yeah. Not me, you clown. Well, you weren't saying anything, so... I was going to say, for me, it's refreshing to have normal kids in the roles, so... They're not going for the nerd role. They're not going for the jock role. And they do go smack bang down the middle and then kind of trying to find their identity within that mix. And I think they have each of the roles of the group of friends captured perfectly for what you would have in your kind of stereotypical group there. And I think it's relatable right down to maybe the ideologies rather than the specific actions, because it's one that, you can talk to your dad about for them having seen it and it still hits the exact same for when my brother sees it further down the line, whether it were well, like three, four years later. And I'm sure when even the younger generations and that watch it and it still has the same, there's still going to be funny with Jim blowing his beans and getting caught <laughs> with an apple pie and all sorts. So it, that isn't going to change no matter how far technology goes. It still ages perfectly. Agreed. The only thing that hasn't aged well, as we've said before, is him getting away with the webcam. So that probably wouldn't be going through today. Um, <laughs> what What do you love most about it, Keenan? I think TK does make TK made a great point. There's something I love about it is it it open it opens up it opens up a lot sort of in in the world of comedy, and it's a bit like. A bit like with music, like I love the Beatles, and but I love even more what the Beatles led to, and it's the same with American Pie. I mean, in, ter- in terms of the film, 
just like just as you say, I mean the chemistry of the four, eight or five as it is. I mean the chemistry of the four. I mean you sort of tack sticker on in, in the first one, but the chemistry of the four is almost perfect. You could buy them as having been lifelong friends, and everything around it works because they work so well together. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. What about you, Sean? Yeah, I mean e- echoing most of what you've all said, I guess. Just just this. Like a really feel good film. I could rewatch this just constantly. There's no, uh, there's never a time when it comes on and I don't watch it or, or don't at least watch a couple of clips from it when it's um, obviously inevitable on ITV too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just uh, just how kind of rewatchable it is, how it's aged so well despite being in an, in obviously quite a long time ago now. Um, and yeah, like you said, like everyone's watched it from multiple age groups to, to people that are older than you to people that are younger than you you can still have a conversation about it um, yeah. yeah on to Project X and for me what I love most about it is that the experience of seeing it particularly in the cinema is unlike anything I've ever seen in that it really was an experience as much of a film the soundtrack is the best ever as we've said plenty of times on here and even in matching every single song perfectly the whole way through even got me back to being able to listen to uh, R. Kelly occasionally, so it's done the job there. But... I think it's like it's Bold quite similar to making public. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know we did, but Bump and Grind is still a tune. If Bump JB can listen to it, so can I. Bump and Grind does bang, but I can't endorse it. Quite a similar feeling to. Um... It's beyond bars now. <laughs> it's a similar feeling to when want to watch the cinema um, paranormal activity. You know, for a, a different. Yeah. Instead of a, but it's like an event and an experience mm, mm. rather than you just going in to watch a film. AJ left crying both times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he didn't like what he was doing to the furniture or the dog being carried up in the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan, what do you love most about Project X? How hyped I get. <laughs> I'm 25 and I can stick it on now and I still want to go out tonight. Right from the start, isn't it, where he says, this is Project X. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And then it's when they get in the car and they're going to T-Rex and they're having, <laughs> they're having that conversation. Honestly, I'm 25. I could watch it now and still want to go out. I, I, I hope that doesn't ever change. I want to be 40 watching Project X. It'd be a little bit weird because they're all about 18. So it's a bit, <laughs> hey, be like God, it turns up. Yeah, I can be, I can be the neighbour. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> And then I want to go out because it just gets you hope. As soon as Pursuit of Happiness drops in, yeah. talk to me. Um, really. TK, what about you, finally? Yeah, strangely, putting next to I put always hyped as my film. <laughs> I did think, similar to what Keenan said there, I, thought, I was thinking, if I ever watch this, because, as we said when we did the week, it's aged really well. I watched it. I did think it'd be very depressing if in future I ever watch it and, and don't get hyped. So that'd be a sad, sad day. Uh, yeah. I guess like the pace of it, it just never lets up, does it? For the whole thing. So that's probably the, the best part, I think. Um, on to nitpicks. My nitpick for American Pie always has been is how blase Nadia is about the entire situation. She just didn't care at all about being streamed on the internet. <laughs> And so much so that it actually endears her towards Jim later down the line. So, yeah, that's that's my number one nitpick with American Pie. Yeah, I mean, the voyeurism is a great show. <laughs> Sean's, you said it was um, that they didn't tell you to wait for the apple pie to cool down. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Got> blisters. <laughs> what would uh, your nitpick for American Pie be, Sean? Um, on that on that note, though, I did. Um, oh no! I don't think we mentioned it. On the, <laughs> I don't think we mentioned it on the pod, or possibly. But I watched. A, I listened to a pod with um, our boy. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Long, yeah, you you boy, can it? Long, the actor Long, Justin Long, Justin Long, he did a podcast with uh, Jason Biggs and then they were talking about obviously that scene and they said that they did get complaints that people did actually do that. Um, For fuck's sake. So uh, my nitpick would, would be though, well you, you brought on, when we're talking about obviously sequels, I know this isn't the first film, but my nitpick as the whole thing would be the fact that Oz isn't at the wedding. Yeah, that is bad, man. Like, that is just... Doesn't make any sense for why he's not there. The fact they didn't even ask him is just <laughs> yeah. the fact they didn't ask horrible. him. Honestly, is vile. Yeah. The milf guys are still there as well. I know. I, I yeah. think we said at the time as well. The fact that he comes to the reunion as well, it just kind of adds to it even more. But I'm why did you miss me out? There's a line. There's a line in the reunion. As yeah, well. he says I, like, yeah, I could sorry, make it to your make wedding. Yeah. That's that's just so insulting. <laughs> that's that, that's genuinely actually dislikable from the people who made the film. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, we didn't want you in the third one, but it's nice to have you back. Um, I kind of like it if it was that he was asking for too much money and they thought, oh, look, you really are overestimating how important you are here. <laughs> I guess it would be Jim and Nadia again, just touching on the similar to the Superbad episode. Like, in what world <laughs> would that ever happen that she just comes to a, his room? And then starts undressing herself <laughs> and in, in the room while, while he's not there. Well, she goes to the Shermanator after, so she's got a top. Yeah, yeah. TK, what she, would your... She needs an assessment, really. <laughs> yeah, she's not well. It's clear. Also, I mean, I don't want to be harsh, but I saw her bloke on her Instagram. He's punching as well, so maybe the apple yeah. doesn't fall too far from the tree with her character. What would your nickname be, TK? Uh... It would be Kevin's character. Yeah. Well, if anyone started. shouldn't have got invited to the wedding, he probably should have got. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been Oz's biggest complaint. I I just think no. As much as him and um, Tari's character are the stock um, sort of, uh, I don't know what the phrasing is, but the sort of good-looking characters yeah. that don't have much to them, fairly middle of the road, the straight man, if you will. I thought we have seen that sort of character get built upon a little bit more than we saw with Kevin. I thought he kind of just kind of gets left as he is. For example, someone like Michael Sarah and Superbad, as much as he is the sort of square middle guy, there is something, they do build yeah. on him a little bit. Kevin, they, they don't so much out of all of them. That's something we referenced the whole way through, um, kind of that they didn't know what a gem they had with Stifler the first time around. Yeah, it is fun watching them realise that though. Yeah. Um, on to Project X if we stick with you TK what would your um, nitpick be I thought in reference to our chat with JB I thought the ending he talked about the, the things they filmed I think once you had that conversation with him you'd start to look at the ending as a, a, just a little bit rushed yeah just like they, they kind of crammed it a little bit sounds like some of the clips they had could have been like it's not exactly like yeah. it's a bad ending but as we said it's nitpicking and that could have been I think the perfect ending I kind of follow on from you because I don't think they'd have been cheered as heroes afterwards. 
I think you'd be laughed at, as in, what an idiot to let this happen to your house. Like, you'd be laughed, like, thank God that's not my house. He, he only only one that. of them, yeah, but only one of them really deserves that treatment. So mm. it's only the bloke whose house it is that that really matters to. If you're if it's your mate, you're a bit of an arsehole for letting that happen to your mate, but sort of say the V, right? Well, they do say at the start, don't they? You really think I'd let your two best friends would let that happen to you? Uh, <laughs> um, Keenan, what, what would your nitpick be? Uh, what, in terms of Project X? Sorry, mate. Yeah. Um, the, like the flame flower. I know, <laughs> it's a li- I know it's such a weird thing, but drug dealer just turns up with a flame flower. <laughs> oh, I mean, it just... <laughs> I know it's the whole point of the film, but there's a point where the lunacy makes sense. And then it, I, it just goes off the fucking deep end. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did think when you see him, is that when you think, okay, maybe I'm off now. I don't think yeah. this is, everything <laughs> could have happened to this point, but not now. Yeah. I'm not sure this happened. Someone he's, going through the window with a skateboard, drowning the Merc, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. I don't he's know how using... I want a beer. He's using the flamethrower before he's even asked for the gnome back. Surely you ask for it back, and then you <laughs> then you go for the flamethrower. Yeah, oh no, there's, he needs to be. You can politely ask, and then you can bring the flamethrower. Also, wonder how many would have taken a chance on a party just because Costas told them about it when they kind of well, he's referencing is that dick with a sweater vest. So yeah, how many would take a chance? Like if if we were in school. And oh, we just sorry. heard about someone random saying, oh, there's going to be a house party at his house. Do you think everyone would have turned up like that? Just a, another one is a nitpick. Uh, the way Miles Teller was so happy just to be played as an absolute predator. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, by this point, he's got to be like 24. So, yeah, no, I'm just high school pussy for days. Okay, mate, yeah. you do you. Well, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't an exaggeration. He quite literally did have a busload. Yeah. <laughs> he brought him with him. The whole party turning up at once is something as well. Who is? I don't know who this is today. Are you falling with your phone, Keenan? No, I'm not. <clears throat> you sh- it's not me. I'm not moving your mouth. But I saw Sean mute and I saw TK mute. <laughs> I did it to test. <laughs> um. Yeah, every, everything about that, I do question how many would turn up. And everyone turning up at once. There's been fashionably late, but is it that fashionable that everyone still turns up at the exact same time? Yeah. Yeah, everyone turns up at the same window. time. Is a bit rash. <laughs> but the, the thing you say about, you think that guys at school, they grew to surprising sort of lengths. You think, I'm not sure some of these people here know the person who's hosted this. So things do escalate. All it takes is just, you know, one or two key characters, and then it goes, Miles Teller being the key character. <laughs> um, on, on to last scene, standing. Uh, Sean, did you have a nitpick, sorry? Oh, uh, yeah, my, mine would be um, Thomas leaving Alexis on the bed. <laughs> Crikey. Yeah, that's, that's a very, very good point. When, what is when, he when unforgivable. Far, and once you've seen you already, like, the damage has been done. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the worst yeah. possible thing for you to do, to just leave at that point, because then you get nothing from either. Yes, it's un- unforgivable that. <laughs> That's her peak as well, Alexis. Now, um, last scene standing. Then I think we have two kind of uh, crackers here. For, just for my personal, I had for American Pie. Um, you got Blink One Eight Two Mutt playing in the background. Jim running right to Kevin, see Nadia on the webcam, and then the shenanigans there. But the over 
overriding favourite for me was uh, Pursuit of Happiness as the party peaks. If if I was taking odds in Byron's bookies, Pursuit of Happiness is would be surely one of the bookies' favourites to be the last scene standing. I think that's so hard to top. It would be my pick, like my standout pick for these two films. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, you are right. It's, it's going to be one of the favourites overall. I, in, the I, same, in the same way that I occasionally watch Gatty Ward, Gatty Ward 1, just to get <laughs> myself pumped, I could watch that scene and then be like, yeah, I'm pumped, I'm pumped <laughs> for the day now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Sean? Do you agree well, or would you pick someone else? Yeah, I mean, it, it is tough because that American Pie one with the Blink-182 player as well is such a great scene and a moment but it it's again as, as we've said it's unfortunate that it's got to come <laughs> up against this one this is a brutal brutal match so, it doesn't, even get, to sit, it doesn't match. even get to sit in the chair it doesn't even get to feel that cushion you think american pie could have had several scenes really up against you know like the pie the, the thing with jim's dad right at the start of the film yeah these, these scenes could go head to head with so many others but pursuit of happiness is a, is a huge one so, yeah, I was going to say, let's, that's what I was thinking of when I, I mentioned to Byron, obviously we're, we're leaving the judging criteria the same, but adding like opening scene into it. Um, hmm. Yeah, American Pie's opening scene is definitely up there. And yeah, are we saying that the Pursuit of Happiness scene does take the chair from the showdown in Sex Drive? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it has to. Yep. Sadly. So, I'm not sure this is getting beat now, though. <laughs> hey. We beat too soon. Um. If, if you think, I mean, next up we've got that's my boy Tropic Thunder, and to kind of as a teaser to get into the next episode, we voted overwhelmingly for the spa scene in that's my boy, so that could be up against uh, that's a the big happiness scene. So there we go. A line from the film that works as a Tinder bio before we uh, reveal the score: American Pie, quite simply, suck me beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've got. <laughs> The follow-up to that, my friends call me Nova, as in Casanova. And <laughs> <laughs> then also had our most sophisticated sex robot sent back in time to change the future for one lucky lady. I, I did think you might. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that was that was mine as well. I'd always take the Shermanator. If we had the second, I would have had. Don't touch me while I'm tantric. <laughs> I thought if you want to go down a more romantic path, it's it's like banging a tennis ball against a wall, which can be fun, <laughs> can be fun, but it's not a game. What you really want is a partner to return the ball. <laughs> On Project X, um, I had two kind of standout. Um, make sure you wear something tight was one of them. And that's right from the opening. At the end, Coaster, where he says, I just wanted to get some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably fits quite nicely with a Tinder buyer. I guess on a similarly smutty level, I had JB's. <laughs> I'd love to get some oral, or, you know, at least just some finger banging. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, I put mine as, hey, we want some pussy. That's my um, <laughs> in line. Anything to add, Keenan? No, not overly. I did, I did like the JB one. I would, might even have just used the come hither. Isn't the full cost of quote with pretty girls wear something pretty fat bitches stay at home, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost view them as two separate people now. JB that, that you interviewed and, and the character in the film. Yeah, yeah. Legend. Um, on to the result then. So 
it was a six, it was six three in the end. I'll, we'll reveal that there could have been a slight discrepancy, but wouldn't have affected the overall score in there. So six three was the final result. Um, it is the bookie's favourite going through, and it is American Pie. So American Pie goes through to the next rounds. The only discrepancy that maybe could have had it that tiny bit closer is um, Keenan. You voted um, best moment slash scene for American Pie. Yep. But you just said that the scene in Project uh, X oh, yeah, is. <laughs> sorry, my apologies. <laughs> no, sorry. Right. Did it, it change it, you, Jordan? No, it would have just been six four. So because oh, it was a tie sorry. in the end, that uh, that one. So. So, so I've commanded my laptop, so I had to do it by phone. So there may be a discrepancy. Don't worry, Sean put them all in one column. So I actually preferred your layout. Okay. For which did you prefer? American Pie took the W. Rewatchability. Uh, Project X took that three-one. So it's three-one. For which do you prefer? And for rewatchability, best quote and most quotable went to American Pie three-one both times. A tie on Jesus. best moment slash scene. Uh, best side character went 3 1 to American Pie with uh, Keenan voting T Rick as the best side character. <laughs> I know it's my nitpick, but I do like him. Um, bigger impact American Pie took that 4 0. Um, originality Project X took that 4 0. It was a tie for MVP. Um, I think it was 2 for Stifler and then. I think we had Coaster and the, the other one I didn't get a name. I just got Project X. Oh, shoot. My Best client, soundtrack yeah. was 3-1 for Project X. Um, I think it was Keenan. You gave the American Pie soundtrack. Another one uh, where no, I do I, think it's the best two soundtracks in the bracket. I actually do. American Pie is more my type of music. There's a lot of the stuff in outside of Pursuit of Happiness. Best song, Pursuit of Happiness, or Laid by James. And then... I just like the American Pie one. Chicken and China, the Chinese chicken as well. I do think um, it's the two best soundtracks in the bracket. So again, tough matchup. Ending was two two, um, and chemistry was four nil in favour of American Pie. So that's how you got to the six three scoreline. So American Pie actually, so it's new school against the old school. American Pie goes through to face Superbad in the next round. Blimey. Heavy hitters. Yeah, there we go. So thanks again for listening to another edition of Movie Madness. We'll be back with Tropic Thunder against That's My Boy. Can the fairy tale continue with That's My Boy? Find out next time. Goodbye. <laughs>